Welcome to the Forge Leadership Podcast. This week's guest is Andy Hawthorne, OBE. Andy is the Chief Executive of the Message Trust, a worldwide movement that he started to reach the hardest to reach young people with the good news of Jesus through creative mission, community transformation and enterprise. So today on the podcast, I'm joined by Andy Hawthorne. Andy's the CEO of the Message Trust. We're here up in Manchester in his office. Andy, welcome. All right. Hi, thanks. Yeah, it's great to be with you today. Um, listen, Andy, tell us a little bit about what's going on in the message right now, what excites you, what you see happening and what you're, what you're passionate about. Yeah, well, there's lots going on in the message. I think we're growing <laughs> in all fronts. Uh, message started with a, a funny band called the Worldwide Message Tribe. That was yeah, me and a mate. I remember and those, yeah. Some dancers <laughs> from our church youth group. And uh, But actually it's become a little bit of a prophetic name maybe and that we are becoming a worldwide movement okay so we've recently launched in africa and canada and germany and we're hoping they're going to be hubs for those continents okay and uh the message is right at the heart but yeah. we're kind of a tribe yeah working okay. it out in different contexts so you know the worldwide message tribe that's what's going on <laughs> and when we're in that we do two things really yeah. we do what you know jesus talked about salt and yeast ministry yeah where and i'm excited about that every month we roll out a new eden team yeah every three days somebody makes that massive decision to be downwardly mobile and moving wow. to deprived communities and wow. it's a precious thing yeah. we'll gather hundreds of them next month yeah, yeah you know 600 and 623 at the last count okay. people had moved to live in yeah. the inner city yeah here and now in Af South Africa and yeah. Canada and Germany, which is amazing, really. Yeah, yeah. It's the biggest urban move, missionary movement since the Salvation Army. Wow. So it's just happened over the last wow. 20 years. Amazing stuff. Yeah. Alongside that, we have buses that go out reaching the hardest to reach and prisons work. So there's that salt and yeast reaching anonymously in lots of cases, the ones and twos. And then there's the lamp on a stand, okay. city on a hill stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. shouting it loud. We have yeah. eight mission teams yeah. who go out doing the worldwide message type thing yeah. just a lot better. Yeah. That's preaching the gospel, going to schools and communities, doing massive gigs yeah. and training younger evangelists, yeah. people who will preach the gospel well, faithfully yeah. Yeah. and believe for response. So I'm excited about both, actually. Wow. And actually, I think every mission organization ought to have a focus on both okay. a big crazy bold vision yeah. but also working that vision out yeah. reaching the hardest to reach yeah. and i think that's the way actually you touch god's heart now um that's fascinating because we see in lots of organizations they start off with that passion to mm. share jesus but they get easily dragged yeah. down into um just and only a practical ministry how have you kept the message sharp in terms of its focus on intimacy with jesus and in proclaiming proclaiming christ mm. around the world well i guess i've recognized that that is my job okay. you know as founder ceo uh, my job is to well two things i, I people say have you got a job description and i'm embarrassed <laughs> to say no i haven't because i started it probably should have actually something to be held accountable to but if it if i did have it it'd have two lines Keep mission hot, Christ-centered mission hot. Okay. Yeah. Keep prayer hot. Okay. So I test okay. the temperature on both those things okay. almost daily. Okay. So every day we'll gather to pray. Yeah. We have whole days of prayer once a month. Yeah. We have prayer meetings all the time. Yeah. We even have whole nights of prayer yeah. going on uh, yeah. here at the message yeah. headquarters and around the movement. Yeah. So keeping prayer hot. Yeah. helps keep the passion helps yeah. keep the focus on yeah. on the main thing yeah. but also that keeping mission hot you know i'm an evangelist through and through and i never want to just become some 
boring chief executive who's <laughs> just trying to do good works because yeah. it's, it's good to yeah. do good works but it's yeah. better to do god works and yeah. better to do kingdom yeah, works yeah, isn't yeah. it yeah, yeah and how do you keep yourself sharp on both those things because actually there's a there's a functional role that you have in making mm. that happen in the organization but what's your kind of pattern of keeping yourself close to jesus pushing mm. in on, on on that as an individual yeah well i think there's a there's a rhythm of prayer study you know getting getting my own time with god you know yeah. naturally i'm a I, I'm, I like to be out there doing the business and yeah. not the normal type of person to retreat yeah. to the quiet place, yeah. but I know I've got to do it. Yeah. So, you know, I do get in work early every day. I do yeah. spend time, but the first thing I do is make my wife a cup of tea and wake her up okay. and read the word with her yeah. and pray. Yeah. And these things that you just build in every day. Yeah. So before I start and meet yeah. with all my team to pray, which yeah. I will do every day at nine yeah. o'clock, yeah. I've spent time with my wife in prayer yeah. and I've spent time in my office in prayer. Yeah. And so so that that helps also i say about the message we're a story driven movement okay so what you celebrate you what you cultivate you what you celebrate you cultivate yeah you know so we do a lot of celebrating if we get any stories about okay. ex-addicts who've come to christ and yeah. now are, yeah. are amazing evangelists or yeah. people who from utter brokenness yeah. are now living great lives yeah. we'll shout that from the rooftops yeah, yeah. and that, that's the stuff that's kept me going i think over you know 30 years of doing yeah, this yeah. Okay, so what stories have inspired you in, in recent days that you see happening? What's, what's the real stuff that you see happening? What do you sense God doing in the communities in which you're working in the lives of the people that you're, you're impacting? Yeah, well, again, it, it, it's both ones and twos. So just on Sunday, a mate of mine who I, I'm mentoring and, you know, we, we have a little group of 12 guys who gather around me and just help them. And uh, he took another guy who'd been reached through the message called Joe into prison. Okay. And Joe, all he'd known for his entire life was yeah. death, actually. His okay. mum and dad had died yeah. his, from alcoholism. His brother had died from heroin addiction. He'd injected him with heroin and he yeah. died in front of him. His best mate had died in the yeah. toilet next to him. Yeah. And he was on that path and he was addicted and broken. Yeah. And then Jesus steps in. Yeah. Now, alongside Joe I had to become a lot of care a lot of care compassion you know he yeah, had to go through right. our, yeah, our yeah. rehab house and get, yeah. and it was a roller coaster yeah. but actually this guy is now absolutely flying several years in yeah. he's now an amazing evangelist yeah, yeah. and I got a little text said oh I took Joe into this prison and he preached the gospel and invited a response and 26 yeah. young offenders gave their lives to Christ yeah, yeah. 26 young men like Joe yeah. and when you start to see that multiplication yeah. that's really exciting yeah the big thing I think the devil's frightened of is, yeah. us, is us maturing. Okay. You know, it says that in the yeah. like parable of the sower, there's yeah. this thing about the cares and worries and riches of this yeah. life can yeah. choke yeah, 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 what, yeah. what to God wants to do so that we don't mature. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. when people start to mature like Joe, yeah. out of his utter brokenness, yeah. then they can spread their own seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of that can grow bigger than they are, can't it? And, yeah, yeah, and it multiplies. And it's totally, yeah. uh, you can't stop it multiplying yeah, yeah. once it's yeah. mature. Yeah. So... Those kind of stories really excite yeah. me. I, I got another text in. I, I obviously call it a story-driven movement yeah. from a friend of mine called Nick, who's, again, from, you know, we specialise in reaching the hardest to reach, yeah. I like to think. Okay. When Nick was, yeah. you know, an addict, very broken, very violent, yeah. just in a mess. And I journeyed with this guy for about 10 years yeah. and then saw him come through for Christ. Yeah, and yeah. now wow. he's one of our most fruitful evangelists. Wow. But he texted me, said, oh, I've just, he's in a rap outfit, just done a gig in Sheffield. 26 kids yeah. came to Christ, but also two police officers 
at the end of the gig. Wow. So the police officer said to yeah. him, yeah. can I have a selfie with you, Nick? Yeah. At the end of the end. Yeah. So they had a picture at the yeah. end of this gig with yeah. like crazy crowd yeah. apparently, you know, with yeah. lots of real yeah. tough people. But these police officers said, and then Nick started chatting to him. And he said to them, after about 10 or 15 minutes chatting to these police officers, can I just pray with you? Wow. So they turned the radios off and said, can we just go in the back room? Yeah. You know, because obviously the uniform and everything. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, so they went in the back room and, yeah. you know, half an hour later, both gave their life to Christ wow. through Nick. I wow. love that. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah, story. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. Nick was their problem. Yeah, yeah. Now he's their answer, <laughs> isn't he? Really, you know, how ace is that? Yeah, that's superb. Yeah. Absolutely superb. Now, as you look back on, on how many years has the message been going? Message has been yeah. going just over 25. Over. And then, but then we started the message, stuff called the message out of okay. a business I had with my brother. Okay. So that was okay. that's nearly that's over thirty years. Nineteen eighty-seven, yeah, yeah. we started. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, presumably, back in those days, you had no sense of where the message would actually yeah. be now, and you must have been a very different person. Mm. So, how, how have you developed as a leader over that time? And who are the kind of people who've inputted into your life and helped you develop and grow mm. to the person that you are now? Yeah. Well, there's been. Uh, I think people tend to you know we've got friends i've journeyed the whole told that whole 30 years you know yeah. but it tends to be that people come into your life but the first person who came alongside me to really invest in me as a leader yeah. was a man called val grieve and he was a manchester lawyer okay and in fact he i don't know you know operation mobilization he yeah, bought yeah, their yeah. first ship he was chairman of their oh, board really? okay. and wow. uh okay. he bought val when i decided i was going to leave the business yeah. age 32 yeah. and going to full-time ministry yeah. set up the message trust yeah. basically yeah. Val gave me a check for five thousand pounds wow. and uh, he said look this has been in an account from the Billy Graham left over from the Billy Graham main wow. road mission 1964 wow and uh, but the other two trustees have now died <laughs> and uh, and it was a bit of a holy moment actually yeah, yeah, yeah. that this money that had been given yeah. faithfully for mission yeah, had just yeah. sat there yeah, yeah. and gathering a bit of interest over the years. And he, yeah. he said, look, I'm now free to do it. And I feel like this to invest in your evangelism. Yeah. And it was like, wow, this man believes in me that much. Yeah. You know, I never, yeah. I'd never been given a check, given plenty yeah. since, yeah, yeah. but up to that yeah, point, yeah, yeah, certainly yeah, nothing that significant. Yeah. It was really yeah. powerful. Yeah. And Val was just an amazing mentor, role model. And he stayed in business, but did so much ministry. He was an amazing preacher used to take me out with a team of young guys. Okay. We'd give our testimonies, he'd preach, yeah. and then we'd we'd go through how we did the testimony and what we yeah, thought of his yeah. preach, and okay. he'd meet with us every week, mentor okay. us, both wow. in the Bible, but also in leadership, yeah. and just a fantastic guy. Yeah. There was, a, was there a sense in which Val um, uh, allowed you to fail as well? Oh, completely. And, 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 and Took kind of risks with us, gave us bigger and bigger platforms, yeah. Yeah. believed in us. And it, it wasn't just, to be fair, it wasn't just upfront ministry. It was prayer. It was keeping mission hot. Yeah. Always taking us out on his mission trips and his yeah. evangelism, but always yeah. gathering to pray. And we yeah. saw some marvelous miracles yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, a small group of us praying yeah. on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Val, who was, I guess, it was, I wonder, probably about my age, mid 50s. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, eight, 18, 19 year old, just yeah. come to Christ yeah. and full of fire. But. Yeah. Now you were telling me earlier that the the average age in the message trust is is twenty seven, which yeah. is very very low for a yeah. a charity of your size in in the UK. How have you sought to to model that with younger leaders and to raise up younger mm -hmm. leaders and to take risks on them? What what have you done that has has really 
kept the organization fresh and on fire in that yeah sense. i mean i've tried to i've tried to do the val grieve thing right get believe in them release okay. them give them bigger okay. and bigger platforms okay. the biggest thing we're doing at the moment is called the higher tour yeah. to big regional youth yeah. missions where yeah. we visit more than 50 schools in a region with yeah. our bands and then we do big big reaping events at the end yeah. and i really felt when i had the idea for higher tour i guess three years ago that i wasn't meant to preach any of these okay. i'd love to okay and I've, been, <laughs> I've been the frontline preacher for like yeah. since the very start of the yeah. message but i really felt yeah. you're just meant to cheer these younger yeah. guys on yeah, yeah. and what a great decision that was gather them release them help them to become the best they can be yeah. take risks with them yeah. and you know i was just thinking about we, we were talking before the interview around um growing your own yeah one of the most precious things in the world yeah. is when you grow your own nick yeah. or grow your own joe yeah. or yeah. whatever it is yeah, and you just yeah. see them go from here to here and yeah. and uh you know even going back to the business so often uh, the people are under under your noses. Mm. We've just promoted a guy to key key role in our enterprise centre. We have a whole group of businesses, yeah. uh, really key 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 operations, and he's been working in IT. Just like, but <laughs> this guy yeah. in our IT department, yeah. nothing wrong with IT, yeah, yeah. but quite low level IT. Yeah, you know, yeah. just just sure. key. Sure. Uh, actually. He's got a law degree. Yeah. He's starting to do business coaching outside the message. Yeah, yeah. And he's got that job because he loves the message. Yeah. But he's got so much more. Yeah, yeah. And under your nose, yeah. uh, there will, you know, as your ministry grows, God will attract people. Because yeah. a leader, really, isn't somebody who has the badge chief executive or senior pastor. A leader is somebody you look over the shoulder and people are following him. Yeah. You know, that's when I look for regional leaders, yeah. I look for team builders. And when I, when I really get excited is when I see somebody who others are gathering around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people just go and do their own thing, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, they look like leaders, yeah, they sound yeah. like leaders, yeah, yeah. but they're not leaders because no one's following them. Yeah, yeah. So what kind of characteristics do you see in those people who are building followers and building teams? What, what, what are you looking for as you look under their, their skin? Yeah, well, what do you see? I, I think there's a whole thing of, you know, we say passion, we're a passionate people. So there's the passionate people who yeah. get others passionate. Yeah. You know, the passion is an infectious yeah. thing. And it's always the passionate yeah. people who change the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But alongside, a, you can be a bit, you know, full of yourself if you're not careful, if you're all yeah. passion. Yeah. So there's a humility and an integrity alongside that. Okay. And there's a, a not taking yourself too seriously. Yeah. You know, we, we at The Message, uh, and I can sometimes get myself in a bit of trouble yeah. outside this context, because <laughs> we, we, there's a lot of banter goes on, okay. a lot of mickey taking. Yeah. I like, yeah. If I love you, I'm going to make yeah. fun of you, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. okay to make yeah. fun of me, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we do. And so there's yeah. a, you know, we've written a book recently called Being The Message, which okay. is for new starters and people yeah. are joining, yeah. people want to get under the skin, yeah. and it's keep mission hot, keep prayer hot, Re love love the poor, yeah. never forget the poor is the poor. But yeah. right up there is not taking yourself too seriously. Okay. Okay. You're not, because you see that in so many leaders yeah. who, who yeah. end up falling or not yeah. going the distance. Because yeah. if you take yourselves too seriously, yeah. Yeah. when you do cock up, <laughs> you're in big trouble, aren't you? Because <laughs> you think it's all about you, which you surely will. Yeah, and that sense of kind of identity mm. and knowing who you are, how, how do you... How's that formed in you, and how do you help other leaders to mm. to really know who they are? Well, I think my wife has a special role in keeping me humble. Okay. <laughs> but, but but it's something that constantly, and I believe I believe the Bible's a living book. If I will not 
just read the Bible, allow it to read me. Yeah. So, you know, and I will spend deliberate, and I'm always on a reading program, yeah. reading the Bible first and foremost. Yeah. And I'll read other leadership books. I'll read, yeah. you know, yeah. in my office, if you could see, we're surrounded yeah. by yeah, books. We are, we are, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but we've also got lots of copies of the Bible in different yeah. versions and lots yeah. of commentaries. And, lo yeah. and the Bible is so important. Yeah. It, it's alive. And if you really will yeah. take it seriously, believe it all by faith, yeah. you find your heart's being changed bit mm. by bit. Mm. And, you know, the old nature can rise its ugly head every now and again. Mm. And mm. I had um, I had today, you know, f fairly junior member staffing who, this is a very rare occasion, but okay. it happened. Okay. Yeah. In that, she did something that I, she didn't want to send some report and made me know about it. And I, and I yeah. kind of gently tore a strip off her, but yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But then she ended up in tears in the corridor, you know, yeah. and uh, and it's been bugging me ever since. Yeah. So yeah. I had to get her in, in here. Yeah. You know, I'm chief executive. She's, yeah. you know, yeah. fairly new to the organization. Yeah. Yeah. I just say, I'm really sorry. Yeah. I really blew it there. Yeah. And I really recognize that. And just yeah. would you accept that for yeah. me? And sometimes there's that, yeah. You know, because it, it's easy as the chief executive with all this responsibility, all this yeah. plate spinning, yeah. to forget how much your actions affect others. Yeah. How much, you know, how, how, much, how much you yeah. can crush someone if you're not yeah. careful. Yeah. Just by, because you're doing so much yeah. and something winds you up, so you say, no, yeah. you know, I said I wanted that and I want it. And you suddenly you're like, yeah. you're just uh, not yeah. like Jesus. Yeah. So the, the Bible scripture plays a huge role in that. Your wife plays a yeah. huge role in that. Do you have any other kind of accountability mechanisms and people who are speaking into your life who you can be really honest yeah. with and, and so and so my, with? yeah. So my so my um one of my very best mates is is my senior pastor. So we will okay. regularly meet, like okay. perhaps every couple of weeks yeah. we'll meet for extended breakfast and extended prayer time, which is being yeah as vulnerable as we possibly can yeah. so i have that one person that i can go to and yeah. you know see me at my worst and still yeah. love me and cheer me on yeah. and but i also then have a group of 12 guys yeah. who are younger guys who yeah. every month we gather with a whole bunch of questions yeah. around lifestyle yeah. spiritual disciplines character yeah. and we answer the questions honestly and vulnerable and we share with each other a where we think we're doing well yeah be where we think we're honestly struggling mm. and it's amazing once you've gathered trust mm. how vulnerable you can be even in that group of 12 mm. so and you know there is definite things i've put in place yeah. and i think i think we probably do need we need three things don't we we need the one person yeah we need a group yeah. that we can be and then yeah. we need to come under yeah. the word of god in a, in a yeah. context of a church or yeah. you know a house group or a yeah. congregation yeah. where we're actually yeah bringing ourselves under yeah. teaching that we yeah. trust that, that yeah. really, yeah. you know, illuminates the heart. So yeah. I've got all that stuff. And, and it's, you know, at the message, we actually make, so I've said we're never going to launch a message church. Mm -hmm. Plenty of times I've yeah. wanted to. <laughs> I think we could do quite a kicking church, arrogantly enough, you know, with all these creatives we've got. Uh, but, but I actually really felt that's not for us. We're meant to be cheering on the body yeah. of Christ, all yeah. the streams, denominations, helping them particularly focus on, yeah. on reaching the hardest to reach yeah. and preaching the gospel. Yeah. But within that, I never want message to become a church for the guys here. Okay. So part of our line management yeah. is, yeah, we're a mates on a mission, we're a community, we have yeah. fun together, we pray together, yeah. we're in these accountable relations, yeah. but, but how committed are you to local church as well? Okay. 
Yeah. You know, how are you yeah. known as an absolute exemplary, yeah. committed, giving, yeah. serving member yeah. of the local church? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember some of the leaders that I've really admired saying to me, you know, uh, Simon, never remember, never, never forget rather that actually, you know, Jesus isn't going to ask you how well you did in leading an organization. He's going to go, what about that homeless guy that you walked past on the side yeah. of the street? Or what about that person who came into your orbit? And, and uh, keeping it real mm. like that is is really hard. How do you keep yourself rooted with this large organization that's now global, that's mm. one of Sunday Times best not profit um, mm. uh, for employees? How, how do you keep yourself rooted in real ministry? And do you find that hard? Yeah, I guess it's, I guess it's harder and it's it's interesting that even as you're saying that I'm feeling convicted that you know up to maybe a year ago we were running alpha courses from our house a lot populated with our friends and neighbours and seeing lots come to Christ I've stepped up my travel travel significantly so third of my life I'm in a hotel room with, yeah. and I've, I've made a decision and told my trustees I'm happy yeah. to do that level of travel yeah. as long as my wife can come with me yeah. so we both travel yeah, to yeah, that yeah. degree yeah. but yeah. it probably has cut back on some of that yeah. how deliberate am I yeah. Yeah. and I don't want to lose that about because my yeah. great passion my great joy yeah. is sharing Jesus with people yeah. Yeah. and I do loads of that from a yeah. stage yeah. but I probably do less one on one fortunately the message trust we are, you know, we employ loads of people who, uh-huh. who we can get alongside, who yeah. are very broken. Yeah. Some are still very broken. They yeah. met Christ, but they're still yeah. Yeah. got all sorts of issues. So I have the joy of mentoring and yeah, yeah. getting alongside them and befriending them. Yeah. So there's that fun bit of that. Yeah. But actually, in terms of reaching my neighbours and my friends who don't know Christ, yeah. maybe I've gone off the boil a bit in that area and I need to step up a bit. Yeah. It's very vulnerable. There you go. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> trustees don't listen to this. That's I'm in trouble now. <laughs> now looking back to you know when you first started the message, what do you wish that you'd known then mm. that you know now about leadership and being a leader? Yeah, I wished I'd known that, and this is my testimony of like thirty years doing this. Yeah. That God always provides for His work. You know, it, it, was it yeah, Judson yeah, Taylor, God's work done yeah, God's way, or never yeah, like God's provision? Because yeah, yeah. the stress that I've yeah, put in and the yeah. emotional energy and the yeah. heartache yeah. and into seeing finances come into this work. Yeah. But then I look back after miracle, after miracle, yeah. after miracle, you know, yeah. I don't know, I think it was like 50 grand or something the first year. It's like, <laughs> got me five grand, check off Val Green. It's like, uh, it's like, it's now like, you know, UK six million and there's yeah. like loads all yeah. over the world yeah. these fundraising for, and yet, yeah. God provides, yeah. he really does. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes he leaves it yeah. to not even 11th hour, 59th minute, sometimes yeah. it's five past 12. Yeah. I wish I'd known that. Yeah. Um, and I, I wish in the early days, yeah. I'd not been so driven. Yeah. I remember saying to Michelle about 10 years ago, oh, wasn't it amazing those early days of the Worldwide Message Tribe? Because the band, it was just, yeah. we, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It was like me and a mate. But, <laughs> Honestly, just somehow we got God's attention yeah. and we were selling hundreds of thousands of albums, getting asked yeah. to all these massive gigs all yeah. over the world. And yeah. So we do a schools week, yeah. which was always our core raison d'etre, yeah. Yeah. rough school in Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. And then over the weekend, we'd fly off around Europe or 
even sometimes fly to the States, you know, do these mm. massive festivals mm. and be treated like pop stars or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and see loads of people saved. Yeah. And I was absolutely loving it. Yeah. And I said to Michelle, wasn't that amazing, those early days, the message yeah. when we were just seeing yeah. so, and God just yeah. breathed on this thing. Yeah. And she said, no, it was awful. I was left home with two little kids yeah. and you were just acting like a nutter going all over the world. <laughs> yeah. And I was yeah. like, yeah. you know, and she said, honestly, I never told you this at the time, but the times I wanted to just leave, I'm, I, yeah. you're like getting all this, yeah. oh, you know, everything's blowing up for you, but I'm like left at home. And I was like, oh, because if yeah. I'd lost my marriage, yeah. what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, praise God, yeah. I didn't, was stronger than ever. Yeah. And I've yeah. got a much better rhythm. Yeah. Cause, and, it's, and it wasn't even, because you can act like it all depends on you. Yeah. It wasn't even that. It was probably a little bit more of a naivety and insensitive and just having too much fun but not thinking yeah. about other people. Yeah. You can do that, can't yeah, you? Yeah, especially yeah. if you're driven yeah, yeah, in business, and especially yeah. if things yeah. kick. Yeah. But uh, yeah. so yeah. I'd also, yeah, I guess here's another one I wish I'd learned. Yeah. Seeing this as well. God can do more in five minutes than takes years of man's efforts. Yeah. Remember one, I'll tell you a story if you yeah, like. I remember yeah, one yeah. time that went to this, you know, one of our financial challenges, which you've had plenty of for years, growing the thing. But I went to this conference in Portugal and Mick Woodhead was there who leads Thomas and Thomas Crooks in Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. just become yeah. a great friend. Yeah. But Mick pulled me up at the end of this conference and said, Andy, I believe God's going to give you a million pounds and a million opportunities. Wow. I'm like, well, I could really do that. Uh, you know. <laughs> and that was a Thursday night. Friday morning, yeah. I went out for breakfast with this businessman. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'd, I mean, people don't get given a million pounds, yeah. like yeah. general fund. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. 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 People occasionally might give to a building project or extension yeah. or an art yeah. gallery or something. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. anyway, so I went with this, yeah. you know, lovely man, but certainly didn't know he had that much money. Yeah. And uh, I went to McDonald's, that shows how skinny we were. <laughs> skinny we were. And, I, and he said, how's the conference gone? Yeah. And I said, oh, it's good. And we, I said, we had this, uh, we had this, um, this guy prophesied that we're going to get a million pound, million opportunities, and he went white. And he said, just sold my business. And I told my wife, I'm going to give a million pounds to the message. And he gave us a million wow. pounds, wow. gift aided. Wow. Got 250 grand wow. off, the <laughs> off George Osborne. And, uh, yeah. and it was like, the, key, the exciting bit about that is not that God can just do that like that. Yeah. You could have done endless fundraising dinners, endless meetings, endless effort, yeah. and at the, at the end of it, think, yeah. "Wow, I raised one point two mil, five million pound. What a brilliant fundraising strategy!" Yeah. Or God can just line up His word with yeah. the provision, and yeah. wow. I mean, and and the exciting bit, of course, about that yeah. is He didn't just say you're going to get a million pounds. Yeah. It was just a guarantee you're going to get a million opportunities. Yeah. And my faith is that those million opportunities are going to be multiplying, yeah. multiplying groups of evangelists, schools that multiply, yeah, yeah. kids who come to Christ, yeah. who go and take the gospel to the ends of the earth, all that. You know, that's the exciting thought, you know, that God could do something extraordinary. So I'm in faith for that, definitely. Yeah. Wonderful. Now, um, if you had one word of advice to give to a young person who's starting out in ministry, and wants to see, uh, you know, themselves in in an organisation like the Message or building an mm. organisation like the Message. What, what would it be? Well, can I have two? You can have two. Well, one. Well, <laughs> one, one. One would be, <laughs> like I say, never, ever put aside prayer and spiritual disciplines. Mm. Time in prayer and time in the Word. Mm. 
you know, I think most of us only get to be old men and yeah. think we should spend more time in prayer in the Word. Yeah, because Billy Graham said that. As well, yeah, he? yeah, yeah. I mean, he yeah. did all right, didn't he? He still, he still wished he, <laughs> he could. Still wished he yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, prayer and the Word. And the other thing is, get some people around you who you trust them, they trust you. Yeah. Kindred spirits, even if you can't employ them, yeah. just invest in invest in relationships with yeah. great people. Suck out of them, pour into them, yeah. love on them, yeah. let them love you know. Because it's a team that journey. Once you get isolated as a leader, you really are knackered. If you're yeah. like on your own, yeah. and it real and stuff happens, which it inevitably will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to have mates around you is, is really important. Fantastic, Andy Hawthorne. Thanks so much. For All right, this cheers, one. Simon. How can people pray for you and for the Message Trust right now? Well, oh, we need we need much wisdom. We need wisdom to know. My big wisdom is around how fast to grow this thing, because mm. there are territories all over the world and mm. opportunities coming out of our ears, mm. really. Mm. So I need don't want to go for the undisciplined pursuit of growth, mm. but that's even harder as a Christian leader because there's a faith thing, yeah. that tension, yeah. just holding on to the Lord yeah. and here and, yeah. but also then bringing the people along to lead yeah. to territories, regions. Yeah ministries that are being birthed out of the message so pray for that yeah. and also pray for if you want to pray if you want to pray for for me pray for protection around my family okay. so yeah. often see that yeah. christian leaders yeah. families are yeah. attacked yeah. i sometimes think i'm bulletproof yeah. you know because i've got so many people praying for me yeah. you know I, yeah. I i just don't yeah. seem to get ill i yeah. don't see i seem to have yeah. you know all that yeah. but family yeah. seems to get a lot of attacks so if you want to pray for me pray for the big picture of <laughs> of growth vision yeah. passion yeah. speed yeah. or workers to do that but also pray for my family that yeah. god will just protect them and and uh, that yeah. we'll go all the way together yeah andy such a joy to be with you and uh, uh thanks for being so vulnerable and honest actually and i know that'll be a massive help to young leaders in particular who are listening in andy hawthorne thanks so much cheers simon Thanks for listening to the Forge Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from, as each week we bring you insightful wisdom from Christian leaders in charities, churches and business. Find out more at forge-leadership.com.